Welcome to the Unlabeled Table. Happy New Year! <laughs> so we are back at the table, and it's 2023. It's a brand new year, and oh my gosh, so we're just sitting here thinking about kind of we talked about the things that we've been through in 2022, and it's been a tough year for a lot of people. I know it has been for me and my family, and all of us here have just kind of oh, we're ready to hit the reset button and and get started. Uh, start new no matter what has happened in 2022 that's the past and we have to get a fresh start so one thing I did on my TikTok was I challenged everyone to do a 14 day um, kind of like in the word of God to train ourselves to get into the word of God every day because it doesn't come natural and so uh, for the for 14 days I've challenged um, the people who follow me to read through Ephesians will actually get through a couple of books and so if you are um, wanting to get started, then start in the book of Ephesians and start reading a chapter a day. And that will train you to go to the word of God every day and um, heal your hurt. So today we're talking about dealing and battling rejection. Man, um, at first, one thing about, I think, with this is that we're healing with you all like we're sitting here at the table and we're talking about this but when we have our topics that we come up with when we start digging into the word man it starts bringing stuff up it starts like um bringing the hurts up you know and it is painful (laughs) and um it, it is but I love for my hurts to be healed because I'm so much stronger after that and so but rejection is usually at the at the root of every hurt um I didn't realize that I didn't either. So when I was studying um, this, there were several things on here that um, I just didn't understand that this could be caused from rejection, feelings of like addiction. Yes. That can come from rejection. Absolutely. In your life. And so I have a family member who I've dealt with um, for so many years. He was addicted and um, God delivered him. Yes. Amen. But reading this and researching this um, and studying this, I'm like, Maybe that's why. Yeah. Maybe that is why that he felt that rejection, mm-hmm. and that put him over the edge into addiction. Because mm-hmm. so. we're just we're we're trying to feel good, you know. Mm-hmm. That's what we want to do. We want to feel good, and we mask if somebody, you know, if we don't get the job, or if our talents are overlooked, or if your well, spouse you feel, chooses someone else. It makes you feel unworthy. Yes, um, and shame. It's shame based, and so when someone rejects you, you think that that there's something wrong with you right and so um, and it's their opinion Mm -hmm. so rejection a lot of times has nothing to do with who you really are Mm -hmm. it is their perspective and their opinion of you and so it's so important to know what God says about you that way when somebody comes at you and they're trying to like you know whatever if you don't get the job or whatever you can keep a, a healthy mental thought process of rejection because we we automatically think we're not good enough Anytime we're rejected, if we don't get the job, if we don't, and maybe that job wasn't good enough for the person that applied. I saw this week. It was don't look at it as rejection. Look at it as redirection. Redirection. Yes, I thought that was so good. That spoke to me so clearly. Another one's protection. Yes, Mm -hmm. redirection or protection. Yeah, because God's showing you. Thank God for those unanswered Mm -hmm. prayers. A Mm -hmm. lot of time, our rejection is just God saying, "Um, "No, I'm gonna put you over here because that is not a good decision for you." I was actually. volunteering um, here in town at a place that and I stayed there for a while and volunteered and 
when it came time to um, to hire, it was like that that opportunity never presented itself. And so I had prayed, you know, um, just prayers, Lord, if it's not my door, don't let it open. Mm -hmm. And so in the beginning, I, I kept thinking with that expectation in mind that I would eventually be employed there. And when I wasn't, I, I battled that spirit of rejection. Like, what is wrong with me? Why wouldn't they... Um, Picky. Yes, yeah, choose me. Choose or, you? Yep. you know, I work hard and I'm doing good and they're not seeing, they're not choosing me. They're not seeing me for me. And so I then had to process it and realize that sometimes God will protect you from those things because that's just not your, your place. He's Thank got something. goodness. Yes. <laughs> Thank goodness. Some of the biggest rejections of my life, now that I'm on the other side of it, I'm like, that wasn't a rejection. That mm -hmm. was, like God. you said, protection, yes, Becky. Protection. I mean, it was. It was the Lord looking out for me because he has our good work laid out. says he sees it. He lays it out. It's already. So it's, it's if it's not in his will, he is not going to. And so I was able to sit down with um, the director of that, that place and um, love on her and pray with her and tell her that I would no longer be volunteering and bless them and move on. Right. Instead of doing what the enemy would have had me to do, which was create that spirit of offense, and mm -hmm. then we walk in bitterness and, and right. be mad over the rejection. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So one thing that I um, found with mine this week, because we don't just come at this, um, we don't just say, okay, rejection, let's just go in and do a podcast and we'll talk about it. <laughs> Uh, we really do try to study and pray. I'm exhausted and, coming uh, in uh -huh. here on Tuesday nights right. because of all the, the Stuff studying. And that the, we have to go into the these these yep. moments. And another thing that was really neat is we have a Facebook group called The Unlabeled Table. And you can um, just look that up on Facebook and you can ask um, to join. And then we accept the request for you to, you know, to join in the group. And we talk about it. So Christy posted a post today. And ask, like, what are some of the real things that you guys deal with? And it was awesome. We got a, a really great response on um, people just being real. And I even said in my comment, I said, look, look at how many people are actually being real. And we're not just being fake on Facebook, you know. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but here's one thing that I came up with. It says, how can we overcome rejection that simmers to the core of our being? Our very first step towards the healing will begin when we reject any thoughts, words, or actions that run contrary to the Bible, okay? And so let me go over just, um, I'm going to just do three verses. So in First Peter 2 and 4, it says, As you come to him, the living stone, he was um, rejected by humans, but chosen by God, and it was precious to, precious to him. From rejection, it is the most important to how we respond. Like, do we take responsibility for our actions to not become, like you said, resentful? And who else did that? It was Cain did that against Abel in the Bible, right? Yep. So that was just one example. And that we even talked about that before we came in. We were like, guys, you understand how many times this happened to Jesus? Mm -hmm. I mean, he was rejected and rejected. Almost everywhere he went, there was somebody or something trying to come up against him. I always think of Judas. Right. You know, just think you like that like crazy. Like one of us. Just think of mm -hmm. our relationships that we have. We mm -hmm. we minister and we are together. We sleep at the same places and eat at the same places and then after three years mm -hmm. you turn your back on me mm -hmm. Gosh, that's I mean that's tough and yeah. the, and that was rejection that's who I think of like that's tough <laughs> you know yeah, so I, Jesus knows what rejection feels like I read too somewhere when I was studying it out it said that your brain will register 
rejection, it feels the same as a physical wound. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. so it does. I believe that. It, it hurts. A true yeah. heart. It hurts so like it's being stabbed and twisted. Yeah. And that's I mean, women, it really we does overthink feel like it that. anyway. So, like, when we have rejection, that is just a spiral for mm-hmm. disaster. It's a cocktail for disaster. I was at a job for my previous job. I was there probably a month shy of 20 years. And I'm not sure exactly what happened still to this day, but all of a sudden I just didn't fit in. And there was this spirit of rejection. And um, I ended up leaving um, where I was working, but God, I mean, <laughs> but God. But, God. God. <laughs> <I love that. laughs> uh, but during that time when you're feeling rejection, what are you supposed to do? You go to the Word. Word of God. Mm-hmm. And so when I was so bent out of shape about, I know what's coming, I know what's happening. I was out back in my backyard reading my Bible, yeah. and it wasn't just reading my Bible. It was like crying out, Seeking. reading my It had power yes. behind the words when I was reading those, those it words. It comes to life, and it gives you the peace after the fact. And then, again, God starts moving. Mm-hmm. You, you start know. worshiping, and that's reading the Bible, and that's putting um, your feelings behind the words that you're reading, and um, he starts moving things. And you feel a piece that's beyond understanding. One of the best verses that I come up when I was reading was talking. It says, if my father and mother forsake me, then the Lord will take me mm, in. Which That can Jesus. come from childhood wounds. That was, on, that was on our post today. I was, mm-hmm. I was really mother. wanting to capture people's real feelings of rejection. Because like, mm-hmm. rejection for me may be something totally different mm-hmm. for you all. And so that's why I posted that post. And I really wanted to know what their rejections were. And I just sat there so broken. We were just even re-looking at the, at the list. And it was like when, when your parents fail you or, mm-hmm. or you know. Uh, Divorce. Broken relationships. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it is the enemy's just hard at work. So. But rejection is probably the hardest thing to get over. I think because it's recurring. You know, it's not something that, like, you know, if, if you suffered abuse or something, maybe you have addiction, but rejection is ongoing until I think we take our last breath. So you have to know what God's Word says about you mm-hmm. and, um, and your and, identity in yes. Christ. And we say, we've given these tips every week on, mm-hmm. you know, you got to capture capture the thought and you know say you have to silence satan and what else have we talked about recognizing, uh, recognizing the enemy yeah um so we've given you tips every week that helps you fight rejection you have to when that thought comes in your mind that you're not good enough you have to capture it and stop thinking about it go to the word of god and see what god says, says about, about you. you yeah that's it he's the one that matters that's right and Audience it doesn't and it's so yeah it's so hard to um not put that, especially our parents and our siblings and the people that are closest or walk, have walked alongside of us our whole life. And then all of a sudden, like you were saying, like your best friend. Mm-hmm. And it was like, what in the world? What did I do to cause that to right. happen? And it's not always, it's him. He, sometimes you he seek that, that approval from them because yeah. you want them to be proud of you yes. and your mm-hmm. accomplishments. Over be, and over. You know, and when they're not, then you feel like mm-hmm. something's wrong with me. Oh, I love this mm-hmm. one right here. Listen to this. So in John fifteen eighteen he said, "If the world hates you, just keep in oh, mind they hated me that's first. Right? That's right? right. <laughs> I tell you the verse that says because I was all I've been puny. You know, I'm puny about the world and the government yes. and all that stuff, and I get so mad at it. And the Lord just reminds me all the time. I've over I've overcame all this. I did it. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know, so like, you can too. That's right. We what are supposed to be conquerors. Uh, that one was John fifteen eighteen. If the world hates you, keep in mind they hated me that's first. Right. And we know this, but when you live it out, it's hard because mm-hmm. it's easy to sit there and say, oh, they hated Jesus, so they'll hate you. But when you're being hated on, that's a hard journey. The spirit of rejection, it's like an oppressive mm-hmm. 
spirit. Yes. And it takes, mm. it robs you of your joy, of your peace. Mm-hmm. And can, isn't it sad that it can happen way back in our childhood? Yeah. And so you have to dig so deep. that One of the, this was so neat, it said, uh, all too familiar experiences, and it goes all the way back. Do you feel... Um, rejected because you weren't a gifted athlete and when the class divided people into teams you were always the last one chosen Mm, I was like geez even in elementary school being the last one chosen for the team that's a big deal for our boys and girls and everything even school clothes and then there was just so many that I wrote down Um, did you feel rejected because your father was distant um, and and cold too busy to give you any time and attention of course the mother um, you know, you can feel rejection from your parents. We talked about that. Were you overweight or just plain looking? Did you, Did you have acne? Did you wear husky jeans? <laughs> yeah, instead of the guest jeans with yeah. the overalls with Didn't the Didn't have the down. real kids. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes, okay. girl. Yes. I colored the back of them blue. <laughs> Bless my heart right Listen, now. Yes. These are real deals. I bought me a pair when they came out. Them tree torns. Do you remember the tree torns? Yes. I mean, it is the truth. It is because, like, some people can't afford it, and some people, you know, it is the rejection of. Why didn't they have stretchy jeans back then? (laughs) Why did we fold them and then roll them up? Because we didn't have like everybody else. We didn't have skinny jeans then. No, we didn't. We did. We had like those moon pants. What were those called? They were like parachute pants, (laughs) right? Okay, so anyway, yeah, there was lots of rejection. That's probably why I was rejected because I wore stuff like that. So anyway. Um. Even and one more, and I'll I'll stop on what did you feel? But did you feel rejected by your children? So after you gave them your whole life and you tried oh, to raise yes. them the way that you wanted to, you're still you not provide, good enough, yeah. And then yeah. it was teenage like, years. That then here they you come the back at hard. you. Yeah. I have a 17 what? and a 13 year old at uh-huh. home right now. I'm thinking rejection. I'll try to do something nice for right. them. They're like, get out of my face. And I'm like, hold on. A oh minute. my, my gosh, goodness. Yeah. 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 So you're rejected constantly. Yeah. So it is. It is tough, but I tell you, um, we reject even people who, like, there's a lady in our in our community, and she doesn't have hearing. She's you know she's mm. deaf, and she has implants and stuff. And so she said that she feels like she's rejected because of her hearing, because people sometimes don't want to come over and talk to her because people have trouble with eye contact, mm-hmm. and she has mm-hmm. to look at you mm-hmm. when she when you speak to her. And so like she's felt rejection of being included because mm-hmm. she's different. I mean, like, there's so many. Parts of rejection. We're all rejected. Mm -hmm. Jesus is still rejected today. There's some people listening to this podcast right now, and you still are rejecting Jesus. You have not gave your life over to Jesus. And, you know, we get on here every week, and we're telling you that things are are tough. You you don't want to go through one day of this new year without Jesus, because rejection is just right around the corner. Mm -hmm. So does anybody have a story of rejection that they want to bravely share because i mean it is hard to get on here and live this life out loud tell tell you're ugly um if if no anybody want to share if not i will um rejection for me was started in, at my i was married the very first um when i got out of high school and um i was pregnant with lauren and she's about to deliver my first grade baby Thank any day Jesus. can't wait so can't wait nani. thursday i will be in or no friday morning i will be a nanny for sure <laughs> but we're hoping she goes before but i'm so excited i know me too so my first husband um had an affair as i was pregnant and that was really really tough for me uh the rejection because you know he met her just at a gas station where he worked and she, you know she had 
children, three different children, and um, by three different men. And, and me, I was just starting out having my little baby, and he chose like somebody else. And so for me, that was so hard to get over because I had a dream of the white picket fence. My expectations for my life was different. And I think a lot of times we set ourselves up for rejections because we try to take our own life into our own hands, what we want to do instead of following God. We make so many wrong turns Mm -hmm. because we don't stay in the will of God. Mm -hmm. Right. I think mine, my example would probably be the biggest one is probably when with my dad, Um, because my stepdad's absolutely amazing, but my real dad was in my life until I was 11 and he, um, bless his heart, he struggled so bad with alcohol, um, and it just got to the point where it took over his life. And I didn't really understand to give him grace yeah. back then. And I was only 11, so we moved to Winchester at that time. And so I was ripped away from everything. Um, Sherry was actually one of my very first friends in Belmont. So crazy. Isn't that nuts? Belmont. Belmont, Belmont girl. The only concrete. How are the Belmont smell so anyway, we'll keep on going. But um, so, what's so amazing about this story with restoration with Dad is he's now my sister's literally like taking care of him in her basement, and he's got dementia, and so now it's like your my heart has a hard time loving him like right. I'm supposed to because of the rejection that I feel. I mean, I'm just going to be honest. That's right, that's she's right. pr- She's so amazing when it comes to that point that I have a, and I have a hard time. I mean, I just try to be honest with her. I'm like, you know, I just, I have a hard time. Yep. And so, um, yeah, I think it was the biggest one was my dad. And then, and then all of a sudden he shows back up in Winchester and he's at my ball game or he's at my band competition. And you're supposed to just, and I'm supposed to just, oh, well, guess what? And just, and I had, and you know, and so it's even, it's a lot easier now because I've, I know Jesus. I know, I know, know Jesus. And so I love him. You know, we just had Christmas with him and. And he's just as precious as can be and walks with his little cane. And, you know, and, you know, sometimes they're doing the best they can, too. Right. You know, they've been dealt really crappy cards, maybe as a parent. It is so sad that we have to heal from our parents' hurts. But I feel like my kids are healing from my hurts and the things that I missed. Yeah. I've got the shirt on today. Yes. It literally bloodline breaker. And that's what we need to strive to do is be cycle breakers. You know, like, yes you're rejected and yes you're hurt but you are called to be a conqueror Mm -hmm. you're not supposed to have have any sin that overtakes you you're supposed to conquer the things because you have christ right and when we realize that and we come into it then it's we're able to stand firmer and then you find a group of girls (laughs) to sit with that like lift your arms up when you're down and you know but we don't have an option anymore we don't and we have to act like jesus that's right so as hard as it is girl I mean, they should have seen us about know, 10 minutes ago, yeah, but we have very to. very ugly in this But we just have to. <laughs> I mean, it's just real. Yes, so when, that, when we talk about being real and raw and coming to the table with our own hurts and heartaches, guys, we're bawling our eyes yeah, out, too. From five it's to not, six, yeah. it is nothing but us uh-huh. confessing right. and us asking hard questions to each other. Because right. when we sit here, we're held at a higher standard. Not that we're any better because no, we're not. Absolutely not. But Clean man, these vessels I, out yeah, so I, that we can be what we're supposed to be. most days. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, because I just need you guys so much for your I counsel and for today. your encouragement. Yes. Definitely did. So, 
But All look right. what a difference it makes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So I think, too, rejection, when somebody was on there talking about self-rejection, um, that's hard for me, and I struggle there. And so um, it's crazy because so many people around you will see a view of you or see something that they see in you and encourage you with those things. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, your self-perception sometimes is oh, hard. Oh, man. And that it's actually be- worse sometimes than somebody mm-hmm. else's. Mm-hmm. So I, I can be harder on me than yeah, anybody else can yeah, be, yeah. you know. And so sometimes you have to learn to push through what you feel you know what i mean it's not based on emotions and just say you know i feel this way but but god says this about me yeah. and so it's like you say and like you teach capture the thought mm-hmm. you can either capture it or it will run or, or it will bit. toss you in mm-hmm. every direction if you don't get control of it you have mm-hmm. to control your thoughts well or make up scenarios of what might happen or if i say this or if i say that and you know or or the fear of rejection you know that's mm-hmm. another thing that we can talk about like they're afraid to say, to say their truth because they are afraid that they're going to be rejected when they say it our poor well, guess teenagers what? say it anyway our poor teenagers yes. it's like the soiree is is I don't know, sometime soon. And yeah. Carly and her uh, little boyfriend broke up over, they, they dated for almost almost a year and a half or whatever. So they broke up, so she doesn't have a date. That's huge for her. I'm like, go solo, rock it. Right. You know, then, every, yeah. then all the guys are an option. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, you know, you don't have a date that you have to worry about. Um, but that is a big deal. She's like, Mom, I don't, I don't have a date. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, so I know, but, I know, but that but it's baby so don't important that. to them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that is their identity that they have somebody who wants to go to a dance with them. I wish that she was bold and could say she will be. I know, and but I pray that, that for her. her, and, I know. Over her and that's another thing that. is speaking truth mm-hmm. over yourself and over your children and the people around you. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's so important when you see something and your sister or I mean just the fact that you spoke truth about your sister that's mm-hmm. wonderful that mm-hmm. you can that you can find her strengths mm-hmm. and I mean you know normally we're quick to point out weaknesses of everybody oh, but gosh, when you no. find somebody's strength it's important to tell them what their strength is that way they yes. see it because yes. they don't even know and mm-hmm. she's a whole nurse and that's, I'm a whole not a whole nurse. that so helps me with you all because yeah. there's a lot of times I don't I don't see myself the way that oh, Christy gosh. tells me you Girl. know so and so that helps me uh-huh. to be able to be like, it's not about what I feel right now. It's about being in obedience and just O-B-D-Y. showing up to yes. the table. That's right. <laughs> Good job. Because she, she has a word. The Lord speaks to her, but like the spiritual attack, that's that's one thing. I mean, she does street ministry. I mean, she, she right now Sherry has her hands in, in everything. And so like, you know, it may be some sorting some stuff out too, but like, man, she has some powerful things to say. And I just want to unleash her on everyone. And so she came in here tonight. She was like, I'm not going to be much because I've had a really hard day. And the tears came. And and then I'm just looking at her like, man, that enemy is coming after her heart. Yeah, yeah. And she still shows up. We have to show up in our in our rejections and our hard times because this is a war. We don't get to take, oh, time out, enemy. I'm mm-hmm. going to go take a break. I'm going right. to sit on the sideline, okay? No, there's none nope. of that. We are in the war 100% of the time. Armor up. That's right. We're Armor up. That next time. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. So, all right. So, listen. Work one, with your. Pre- one more thing. Okay. I'm sorry. Let me let me speak this piece. Um, give up on your unrealistic uh, expectations. Yes. There's sometimes that people yes. are not going to change like you think yeah. they're going to change. Mm-hmm. Um, your mom might not be that warm and loving person. Your fa- my father may never verbally tell you that he loves you. Your hu- husband may not be able to let down the walls. And it says if you spend your life focused 
I'm making some other per person change. You're wasting your energy. The problem is not yours. The fault does not lie within you. You're not worthy. Instead, the other person may be incapable of normal response of an, of an emotional, healthy person. So that person may be broken, not may be able to not come to you with what you're expecting for We're them to have. We're a hot have. mess on both sides Amen. and try to get married. Yeah. And then you have to raise a family yeah. and pay some bills and get along. Right. And the enemy is after you every single day Amen. that you wake up. He wants to destroy your home. He wants to right. destroy your marriage. He wants to like take out your kids because he doesn't want you to do the good work that the Lord has planned out for you. So he's going to make you sit in rejection until you decide to get up and say, I've had enough. I'm done. I'm ready. Fed to up. Fed up with it. So yep. what is what is your rejection? That is what we're going to leave you with this week. You need to find where your rejection is. What is your rejection? And give it to the Lord and lay it down. Don't pick it back up because that's not who you are. Amen. All right. Amen. All right, Sherry, pray us out. So, Father God, we thank you so much tonight, God, that we're able to sit at the table with girls and with our, our people online, God. And so we just we thank you for the opportunity to learn and grow together. And so, God, we just ask this week that you would um, help us to search our hearts, God, and that we could self-examine and see uh, where the root of rejection is in our lives, God, and that you would just deal with those wounds for us, Lord, and that you would just pour in the oil. God, we ask for the Thank anointing, you, God, that you would pour in the oil, mend the wounds of the girls that, that listen to our podcast, God, and that... Um, that we could just grow from this together. And so we thank you for the opportunity to be here tonight, God. And we just ask that you bless us and bless the ones um, that bring that come back to the table next mm -hmm. week. In Jesus' yes. name, amen. 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 See you guys later.